This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown. Confession time. It's okay. You can be honest. You can be, be vulnerable. I've got a question for you. What's your worst habit? I snore, but that's mostly out of my control. For me, it has to be procrastination. I put things off. I've told you that before. It's a bad habit. And most of the time, the consequences, quite minimal. However, with important things like healthcare and taking care of myself in other ways, procrastination, woof, it can take a toll. So let's talk about this some more with Shane Baker. Hey, good morning, Shane. Good morning, Dave. How are you doing today? I'm well. Always enjoy chatting with you. Shane, I find this topic very relatable when it comes to managing men's health. But what got you thinking about men's health and how we might put off dealing with health issues? Yeah, I, I think for the last year we've been we've been coming together every week and talking about it. Um, I have also been going to school for the last five years, and um, for myself, one of my real key interests is uh, Indigenous men and, and Indigenous men's health. Um, I'm with Gitsan and um, you know also Métis, um, and so one of the things that I've been really looking at is is men's health and and how how do we as men um, take care or not take care of ourselves. <laughs> I, I'm, Shane, I'm curious if you have a theory on why we procrastinate when it comes to t- taking care of our health. I, I've had what I'm sure is a broken toe for eight weeks and I haven't done anything about it. I think there is a number of things. I think, I think that we have been influenced by our fathers, our uncles, our um, grandfathers. I think that uh, in the past, um, Historically, men were not eager to go to the doctor. There's kind of that old adage of, you know, the mother dragging the father down to the doctor to make sure that he gets things checked out. And I think over time that has influenced how we as men um, look at taking care of ourselves, whether it's, um, you know, thinking that it is um, not a big problem or, you know, there's better things to do. Sometimes people will have to take time off of work. Um, and, and they may just not prioritize it. And so, um, I think there's also a level of, um, concern, hesitation. I know for myself when I've been experiencing, um, you know, what could be deemed, you know, somewhat serious symptoms, I got really nervous and and a little anxious about it, maybe even a little, um, you know, scared, um, about what, what could be happening Mm. and um and yet once i i got in and um you know and developed that relationship with my doctor i uh, i started to feel much more comfortable about approaching approaching them shane i want to scratch a bit deeper that kind of goes beyond maybe the attitudes or the fear or maybe what i would even call sort of that toxic masculinity about ah walk it off rub some dirt on it what about some other barriers that might stop us? I know we're talking a lot about the healthcare crisis across the country right now in terms of access to GPs, general practitioners, or even specialists. I'm curious how that barrier might factor into the way in which uh, we're actually willing to go seek out care. 
Yes, and and that's one of the reasons why I also wanted to talk about this. Um, Here in BC in particular, um, we are constantly hearing about uh, clinics being shut down. Um, I would say that our healthcare is in a state of real crisis. Um, Many people do not have a family physician. They have started uh, urgent primary care centers here in BC that was supposed to um, ease some of the uh, challenges and, um, you know, ease some of the work on on emergency because that's usually where, um, you know, um, lack of medical care Uh, leads to. And so um, not everybody has that option. I feel very grateful that I have a a family physician that I've been able to um, develop a relationship. And And me and my doctor are actually quite close and we have a good understanding of each other. And I think we also start to understand um, you know, what works for, for me. Um, but not everybody has that. And I think, um, you know, to move on to the specialists, um, you know, with the COVID-19 pandemic, that is just um, compounded wait times. And I think a lot of people are feeling really frustrated. And, and, and I don't think that they feel that there's much hope um, right now when it comes to our, our health care, because we've kind of been in this state for a little while. The, the opioid crisis is also added to things mm. here in BC. Um, you know, our nurses are feeling overwhelmed and overworked. And and maybe there's even a part of, of some people saying, I don't really want to add to more of their burden. I'll just deal with it by myself. Shane, let's, let's circle back to the idea of procrastination. I I know the answer to this is fairly obvious, but what are the consequences when we kick that health can down the road, which by the way, I can't even do with my left foot right now with my broken toe. (laughs) Well, there's a good, uh, you know, a good answer for, for that particular instance. But I think, um, you know, whether we're talking about something as serious as cancer or, um, you know, I'm, I'm 45 and, and I've been starting to experiencing different types of, of, um, you know, as I get older, I think, um, you know, for some men, there's, there's issues relating to prostate and, um, and things like that. And I think if we, if we push those things off, then we are not giving ourselves, um, an opportunity to get early detection. Maybe it could be a simple fix. Maybe it could be a change in lifestyle, a little bit more exercise, a little bit more water. Maybe there's a medication that, that we may need to take. Maybe there is some some physiotherapy. Um, and um, and so I think there's, there's many consequences that could be really um, quite serious. And so I would always encourage anybody, um, men or women or, or, or what, however you identify to always, um, you know, to try to get things checked out as early as possible, because it could really compound. And, and I know for myself that, um, oftentimes what happens when I'm dealing with something with my health and I don't take care of it, it can kind of pick up, um, like, uh, steam and 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 start to have something else that starts to act up to and they kind of start to work together yeah and so i think it's always good shane so often you and i are talking about mental health this is one of the first times we're really really jumping into the notion of physical health but either way whether it's just physical health 
mental health or the ways in which those intersect, we might feel that we have to be private about it. I think we've somewhat normalized talking about mental health, at least to a certain degree. How do you think we can normalize talking to our friends about our physical health when we're hitting those bumps in the road? Because I have this theory that our friends might actually have some lived experience to give us guidance or say, hey, I know a great doctor or I know a great clinic or I know a great uh, blood test facility, testing facility. I I really feel like we have to get more in the habit of saying, my gosh, I messed up my Achilles and I saw this doctor. The doctor was incredible. Yeah, it's funny because I think there's been so much attention paid to mental health. And obviously, there's still more work to do. There's still a lot of people suffering in silence and not getting the treatment that they need. Um, But I think there has been a massive shift in how we approach things like depression and anxiety. And I feel really grateful to be around people um, in my community who um, are willing to talk about their mental health issues, to willing to talk about depression, anxiety, any other sort of diagnoses that they may have. Um, But I'm not sure if we're actually there with physical health. I, I know that, you know, especially things like prostate health, um, you know, other sort of problems that may be tied to becoming older. I think sometimes we're sh- we shy away from those things. And so I think it's important that, um, that we have these types of conversations like me and you are having right now, really frankly, with our close friends, people that we trust, um, and, and really ask people, you know, um, have you gone through this? Um, you know, and, and like you said, is, is there, is there a person that you saw that you, that you really enjoyed and was really um, kind and you really feel like you, you were treated well? Shane, I'll tell you a quick story back in from in 2019 when I was dealing with some pretty significant polyps uh, tumors on my vocal cords and I was sick. I was in a bad, bad way to the point that I had to go to the emergency room because I coughed up blood one morning and this put me off work for almost half a year, more than half a year. And it was so interesting because for years I really hadn't seen very many doctors. I would occasionally go in for, you know, a cold or an antibiotic or whatever when I had an infection, but I'd never gone sort of for the full thing. And while I was off work for those six months, I really prioritized blood tests, imaging, all of these things that I'd put off for years and years. And once I started, you mentioned this before, once I started, the ripple effect kicked in. And for those six months, I would say when I came back to work in October of 2019, I'd never been healthier because I was so proactively and comfortable going to those things. Shane, how much of this is about not just simply dipping our toe in the water, but taking the plunge? Honestly, that's a great example. And even myself, I feel like I got to a place where this summer where I was really reluctant to go see my doctor and a few things built up and built up and got to a point where I didn't have a choice. I, I needed to go see them um, or basically it was going to wait until things got to the point where I probably would have needed to go to the emergency. Um, and so once I broke that sort of seal, though, um, I got in to see my doctor and we had a really good conversation. And now I've had to go back a couple of times just for some minor things. Um, but I think... Um, like you said, like getting into the habit of, of just taking care of it, you know, um, 
I've been having a lot of problems with my allergies and I'm finally getting an allergy test. So my partner set it up yesterday. And and to be fair, it's not life-threatening, but it impacts my life in a pretty big way every day. Um, and so I'm, I'm excited to, to be able to get in there and, and find out what's going on with me because mm. it's something that I deal with every day. And, and I think that, um, you know, once we kind of get into the habit of, of having these conversations, making those appointments when we need to, getting those tests when we need to, and and using our support network if things get a little bit stressful for us and 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 you know a lot of people would be willing to to support us with uh, things that we're going even if it means that we needed a ride to an appointment. Shane, we're always thankful for your honesty and your genuine thoughts on these topics. Thank you for making time for us this morning. I know you're already in the thick of the school year, so all the best to you. And we'll talk to you again in a couple of weeks. Have an awesome day, Dave. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. I'm Margaret Shepard of the AMI podcast, Tripping On Air. Every month, my co-host Alex Hajar and I spill the tea on what it's really like to live with MS. Watch Tripping On Air on YouTube or download wherever you get your pods.